We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hi, welcome back. Zazzle, Rams and Amber. It is a Friday morning. We're fired up for tomorrow night as you got the Dolphins and Jets. Last night, week 15 gets underway. We got hurricane legend Jonathan Vilma joining us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Source guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Now, Jonathan, good morning. We appreciate you joining us. And, of course, you you spent the first few years of your career with the Jets. From your perspective, okay, Jets-Dolphins, awesome rivalry. We're fired up down here. The Jets fans hate the Dolphins, same way the other way around. When you played for the Jets, do you feel any type of hatred or animosity toward the Dolphins? <laughs> I, I did not feel any type of hatred or animosity, but I did remember when I played for the Jets, that half of Miami hated me and then half of Miami loved me because I went to the Jets. And I try to tell people I had no control over the draft. It, it, I didn't say, hey, I want to go to the Jets. And everyone was like, oh, how can you go there? I loved you at the Hurricanes. How can you go to the Jets now? Oh, my God, I can't believe you go there. Yeah, that's a hard one because I remember when you were drafted by the Jets, I was bummed out. Yeah, the best one, someone told me, they were like, man, you were such a great player at Miami, and then now you went to the Jets. I'm like, I- I'm still pretty good. I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> so did you, did you grow up? I don't think a- the Jets made me bad. <laughs> did you grow up a Dolphin fan? You know, I did not grow up a Dolphin fan. I grew up a Dolphin defense fan. I was a Zach Thomas fan, uh, Jason Taylor fan. You know, and they had the, the really good defenses at the time. I, I loved watching them. Uh, and then that was high school and college. So I tried to be like uh, Zach Thomas as far as making plays. I mean, he was, he was a monster back then. He was good. So when speaking of rivalries, let's say when you were with the Saints, okay, when you're with the Saints, did you have hatred toward the Falcons? Or were you a guy who just, yeah, you never were able to muster up that animosity? You know what? I had a slight hatred towards the Falcons because you, they had a couple guys that would talk so much trash, Roddy White in particular. He was just a, a <laughs> big trash talker. And, and, you know, that kind of just gets under your skin just a little bit. Even when you try to keep it professional and, you know, you, you're going through your week and studying film and, you know, you're you just you're trying to learn their offense, et cetera, et cetera. But you just start hearing little jabs. And it's like, hey, bro, we're we're the ones that are – 12 and four, you guys are the ones that are nine and seven. Like, how, how are you talking trash? You know, so that would get under my skin a little bit. I remember, yeah, Michael Turner probably never spoke a word either running that football. Never. Yeah, Michael never. was so he, quiet. He, yeah, he just played. He was just a big bruising bowling ball. He just let his play do the talking. Who was the big talker that you played with, uh, either with the Jets or on the Saints defense? Who would do the talking on your side? So I had Eric Barton when I was with the Jets. My rookie year, second year. Uh, third year, he did a lot of the talking, a lot of talking to a point where I wanted to tell him, like, hey, man, we, we, you know, he's, he's still going to run the ball. Like, there's going to be a time you're not going to be tackling him. It's going to be me. So you got to chill out with that. Um, for the Saints, you know, we didn't have any big trash talkers. It was always one of those, we went out, we, we did it, we did our work, and, you know, did what we had to do. But if someone started talking trash, there was a Roman Harper, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, like, they would all – 
rush and, and get on them. And so we would always finish it if someone started trash talking. We never started, but we always finished it. Yeah, you guys had a guy, Hargrove, too, that I played with in St. Louis that I think went there to you guys after a while. I don't know if you were there with him or not, but but Hargrove had oh, yeah. a tendency to talk a little bit of smack, too. You know what? He he was just one of those guys that needed to talk to to get himself excited for the game. Not excited, but, you know, that he got his energy for the game. Like, you know how Steve Smith, wide receiver for the Ravens, he, he's that type of guy where he looks for anything to get an edge. So he'll just, if, even if you say, hi, Steve, how you doing? He'll, he'll just turn that into trash talking. Oh, you're saying what's up to me? Oh, you think I can't play receiver? Oh, okay. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. You know, he's just one of those guys. That's how Hargrove was. Well, yeah, like like you mentioned Steve Smith. You mentioned Roddy White. Those guys talking trash. Those guys are awesome, though. Like, who was a guy on the other side of the football who you couldn't believe that that guy is talking trash? <laughs> you know, fortunately, nobody. I never, I never had to deal with someone that, that's just like, who is this bum and why is he talking trash? I never had to deal with that, fortunately. Romberg, what about you? Who was the guy on the other side of the ball? You you couldn't believe how much trash he would talk that he just, I mean, he could not back it up. Was there a guy like that that you would face? Uh, Might have been uh, a guy by the name of Peterson that ended up going to Green Bay that I didn't think was that good. Um, Probably the fact that he played for the Ohio State Buckeyes and, and he had a little bit of a carry oh. conversation from that game that he had to let me know about, so... Yeah, I think I think I might have to give it to him. Well, you know what? That's a good segue here. We got Jonathan Vilma with us, and you're going to be able to catch him on uh, ESPN's coverage. The Orange Bowl be involved in the championship game as well. Uh, that's a good segue here. Okay, the Ohio State they they make the playoff. All right, they're going to take on Clemson, and they didn't even get to appear in their Big Ten championship game. Give me some thoughts there on not appearing, not even appearing. Forget winning, not even appearing in the conference championship game yet. You're in the playoff. Well, I'll, I'll first start by saying Ohio State is one of the better teams in the country, and they proved that throughout the season. Uh, with that being said, the committee has now made it as convoluted as it's, as it's ever been as far as the criteria for deciding who makes the playoffs because if you can't, there is no consistency anymore. You can't go by what they were saying last year. You can't go by what they are saying two years ago because none of that matches up to how they decided why Ohio State would get in over Penn State when the similar records, one-loss team, two-loss team, you put that next to now their, their credentials, head-to-head went to Penn State, uh, title game went to Penn State. They were actually the Big Ten champion, which was the best college football conference by far in America this year. Um, somehow they don't get in. Uh, they looked apart by the end of the year. They looked really good offensively and defensively. So I don't understand anymore how they are deciding who gets in to these playoff games. And, again, if, if you said Ohio State's one of the best six teams, yeah, they're one of the best six teams. But that doesn't mean that they should have gotten in based on what the, <clears throat> what the committee has told us for the past two years. So I, have, I, don't, I don't know anymore, and I know a lot of people are scratching their heads the same way because – if why even listen to or have a, a committee if they're just going to pick whoever they want, whenever they want, however they want. We want a consistency. That was the point of getting rid of the BCS because it never made sense. Now we're back to just, hey, ho-hum, we're just going to pick whoever we want to pick. So your co-partner over there, Butch Davis, is now have a new job. He's the head coach over at FIU, and you're sitting alone at your table, and they keep rotating guests in with you. You're also going to be doing the Orange Bowl halftime show this year, and you're doing some of the championship spots as well in college football. Who are they talking to sit next to you now on ESPN's desk? 
they're keeping that a big secret. They're keeping it a secret from me, and I'm like, I, you know, it would be great if I actually knew who I was going to be next to next year and could actually start building a rapport. You know, it was great being next to Butch. We just talked about the good old days and hopefully getting the, the current UM team back to those good old days. And, you know, it, it was funny, and I think that fans, viewers could see that there was a really good rapport that we had. So, uh, uh, your guess is as good as mine. I'm waiting to see who it's going to be. I'd love to know sooner than later and see if we can build that same type of rapport that I had with Butch. How excited are you about the fact that, you know, Butch Davis is down here, Lane Kiffin is now, and FAU. Uh, obviously, Mark Richt is at University of Miami, and Charlie Strong is at University of South Florida. Is this a possible recipe for keeping all of that South Florida talent here as opposed to going up north and going to these other podunk schools? You know, I, I sure – Lee hope so. I sure as hell hope so because there's so much talent that gets away and you know, they, the Florida sometimes doesn't get enough credit. You hear about Texas and their big time football in California, particularly Southern California, they get a lot of football, uh, a lot of high school football athletes down there as well. But Florida has just so much talent that it, it gets spread across and then people don't realize, yeah, this guy, Khalil Mack, for example, is from Florida. This guy, Patrick Peterson, for example, is from Florida. Like these guys, Amari uh, Cooper, for example, they're from the state of Florida, yet they don't get the credit because they went to these other schools. Um, so, you know, I know Charlie Strong loves recruiting Florida. So I, I think that's a really good fit for him with uh, South Florida. I don't know much about Lane Kiffin and his recruiting, um, but I do know that the other guys, Butch, of course, we all know how Butch loves to recruit South Florida as well. So for them to keep everything in in house, so to speak, in state, as long as they don't take away too many guys from UM, you know that that's my heart right there. So UM has to get the top pickings, and then everyone else can kind of get whatever is left over because whatever is left over is still pretty damn good. Jonathan Vilma, again, you can catch him uh, Orange Bowl coverage, national championship coverage on ESPN. The hurricane season this year, eight wins overall. Do they need a bowl win against West Virginia to feel like it's a successful season? No, to be honest with you, no. I mean, this season, how could you place expectations on this season? Look how many freshmen played. Look how many freshmen started. We had a good quarterback in Kaya who had to get adjusted to a new offense. We had no idea how the defense was going to perform. Um, and I think that they performed admirably, especially with three true, true freshman linebackers starting the whole season. So I, I look at this bowl game as, yeah, it, it'd be good to win. I'm glad they're in a bowl game. Um, but for the team to overcome a four-game losing streak and rip off four wins at the end of the season says a lot about their character, uh, a, a lot about the coaches and the players and their character. And I think that was good enough for the season. Um, as I said, to start the season, I had no expectations. Um, now we won, great. Uh, or, or we're 8-4, and four, great. We win the bowl game, great. Uh, if not, let's get ready for next year. JV, you're probably a relatively decently recruited high school football player out of the area here. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned myself. I'm wondering why, why would somebody want to leave the local school atmosphere here and go outside of the state of Florida. I know I'm going back to a question I was asking earlier, but I'm just intrigued right. to find out what, what makes a player who's so revered down here in South Florida, who might not have had the opportunity to go to the university of Miami. Why wouldn't he choose somewhere local? You're saying if he, if Miami didn't offer him. Yeah. Like for instance, if you, if Miami didn't offer you and say yeah. an FIU, uh, an FAU, a UCF, a USF, 
just basically to stay in the state? What, what, what would make somebody choose to go outside, to go to a Marshall or to go to a Western Kentucky yeah, or something and, like and, that? And how about this, Jonathan? Like, did, what out-of-state schools recruited you? Did you, ever cons- did you ever even consider any of those schools? Uh, I did not. Uh, I had – back then we were the Big East, so I had Pittsburgh and uh, – God, I can't even remember now. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Syracuse, one, one of those, you know, no, those northeast schools, and uh, I was not considering it. It was way too cold, and I wanted no part of that. But the, the, I don't know. It, it's hard, Robert. The 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 only reason I could think of to go to a Marshall instead of UCF or South Florida is playing time. That's that's the only thing I, I can conceivably think of that they're being promised and. They're probably living up to that promise that they're going to start as freshmen. They're going to start as sophomores, and they're going to get playing time real quickly. Uh, because again, you go up to Marshall, and not to say that Florida has the best talent anywhere in the country, but you go up to Marshall, the talent level may not be the same. So they, these young guys step in, and the talent that their, their competition may not be as good um, as a UCF. And I'm not comparing. UCF and saying that they're better school or better team than Marshall. I'm saying that the the Florida talent that they're used to going against may not be the same up at a Marshall, and then they can live up to the promise of starting them sooner. That's the only thing I could think of. We'll be watching you at the Orange Bowl coverage and, of course, the national championship, Jonathan. Thanks a lot, man. Always good talking to you. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, Robert. That's Jonathan Filmo right there. Uh, UM great. Always like having him on. He does a good job on uh... – on, on the college, uh, I mean, it's not game day, but whatever. It's college football live. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I see him at night. Usually after I finish my games, I see him up on that panel uh, having a couple discussions. I never get to hear the volume, but uh, usually because I'm at a bar taking in the festivities. But, yeah, he looks great on TV. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.